Hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Artless Dialogue. The Artless Dialogue is a weekly podcast which covers the most important and exciting topics in the world of business and careers. My name is Saud Wakar and I'm joined as always by the brilliant Ash Mohammed. Hi Ash, how are you doing? I'm good Saud. What 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 a lovely intro. Uh, how are you keeping this week? Yeah. Well, it's been a busy week. What about you? Yeah, the same. I I just feel it's the 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 acceleration before Christmas. So I'm I'm looking forward to a break. Yeah, closing everything up. So indeed. Uh, yeah, so uh how how are you feeling about this week's episode cuz I was excited about the future of payments and networking but this this week's episode it's I think it's a different world should I say what do, what do you think about that Yeah I oh, same same here um I had so much fun researching it but but just before we go go into that you know you mentioned uh, networking was our last episode um the feedback we've had on that has been uh, fantastic so you know I'll I'll call out some some of our listeners uh, we have listeners now so which is which is quite great um it's not just me and you listening to the podcast yeah um so specifically uh Gordon Mark Bob Kamal Ansi uh, lots of other names as well all provided some really kind of thoughtful um comments and feedback and actually um what was quite interesting on on some of the social media like LinkedIn some of the conversations it generated um around how people have then used our now trademark five step process for for networking which they they found really useful because uh, again i think what we found last last uh, podcast was people kind of want to network but they don't really know how to how to go about doing that so if you missed it you know follow follow the links and uh, episode 2 is all about network so give it a listen yeah yeah amazing and um yeah we were grateful for the feedback and we're trying to get better in every episode and your feedback is always making that happen so thank you for listening tuning in and for telling us what you think now um jumping back to this week um this week we'll be talking about something which the world is buzzing about businesses are being created around it books are being written on it and it seems as if it's the next big thing this week we'll be talking about the metaverse now I'm sure most of you have heard the word but especially with Facebook's big announcement changing its name to Meta but there are still a lot of confusions around what it means what it means for us and how we can see it in action so we decided me and Ash decided to do some research and make an episode on it so Ash what did you find in your research lots is a show and so south um I think you're right I, I was probably in the same space where I'd heard um, Facebook mention it um and and I'd heard uh, the, the the phrase and and not to be confused with the multiverse that yeah. uh, Stephen Dr Stephen Strange uh, uh lives in but but for me it what what I kind of really found was this elements of some of this already out there which is virtual yeah. worlds and you know you'll have heard of Roblox and you'll have heard of things like uh Minecraft and lots of these games exist in that virtual space yeah. um but what what I didn't realize was one how far it progressed which is the ability to develop virtual spaces where people can actually inhibit them and and spend the whole day there doing their day job um and all sorts of really cool interesting things but but a simplest kind of definition is metaverse is effectively a virtual environment a virtual environment you can interact with a virtual environment where you can make purchases in and yeah. you can kind of do all sorts of cool stuff in and it's kind of it's you know it's kind of like ready player one um happening live you know it's kind of like the matrix there's yeah. lots of these sci-fi movies um all kind of mashed into this 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 real world that already exists and there's tons and tons of fintechs out there um who are all popping up all over the place building their own environments out there 
Um, so that's kind of um, um, where I go. How about you, Saud? Which which rabbit hole did you go down? Um, I don't know which rabbit hole to start start talking <laughs> about. Uh, there's just so much going on. Um, I, Microsoft defi- is making the metaverse seem like an online workplace. Uh, Facebook wants you to be scrolling through virtual uh, wardrobes to find clothes for your avatar or online character. Um, there are people uh, selling um, NFTs to display in virtual museums. That's so much in one sentence. NFTs, virtual museums. Uh, one NFT was sold for sixty-five million dollars. Um, uh, so, so a lot of things are going on. Uh, but what what I understood is that it's the metaverse isn't one type of technology, but it's rather a, a shift. Uh, towards how we interact with technology, uh, making tech a more integral part of our lives than ever before. So, so I believe that's that's what what we can think of the metaverse as 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 a, as a, as a technological movement, because that's how it's progressing so far. So yeah, it's 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 very hard to define it, but um, yeah. if we look closely, we can find how how we're interacting with it and what's going on. Uh, in the metaverse yeah no i thought that was a really poetic um explanation um so i think that's a really clever way of kind of saying it which is this is not this is not to a degree new technology it's it's just how how we're um picturing it and it kind of feels like the internet reinvented hmm. and you know when when the internet first came people didn't really know what to do with it and there was you know what, what people were seen as geeks playing around with yeah. uh, internet encoding and then you had suddenly it exploded when people realized you could make money off this thing yeah. and and that kind of is how it feels like with 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 metaverse um at the moment where you've got you know people like um zuckerberg who've realized actually this this is a commercial opportunity here and so so you're right you know if you look today um you're probably all interacting with it to a degree in some way shape or fo- uh, form Ga- gaming obviously is the obvious one mm-hmm. which is you know uh, if you look at you know things like the Oculus, um, which is a, a, a VR, other VR devices are available. If Oculus is listening, uh, we're happy to sponsor you. Um, <laughs> um, but that's owned by Facebook, fully mm. enough. Mm. And so you know they've already developed the technology, and and they now want to take that a step further. So they kind of want you to instead of playing games on your mobile phone, you'll be playing games in a in a, in a VR room, and you'd walk, put your headset on, and you'd walk there, and you meet your friends there. And you'd actually socially interact in VR, in in an actual metaverse, and you could build your own house there, and and actually, um, you know, as you said, purchase things for your house in the virtual world. And so, you know, um, for those who are listening, you've got kids, and your you, you, your child is, you know, um, asking you for Robux every week. Hmm. That's that you know, that that's actually because that's a, a, a mini version of a metaverse. Yeah. And and you'll see in, in in places in in the states they're already developing technologies for um, you know um, Zoom rooms, virtual Zoom rooms. You yeah. know we're all, we're all sucked to our Zoom screens these days. How is how? I mean, me and you have never met face uh, face to face. Face to face. This yeah. is the future. Yeah. Um, we're in the metaverse. Well, we are in the metaverse, and yeah. um, I don't know if you're real or not, Sal. You could be VR. Who knows? Um, who, knows? who knows? But this is You'll the thing, isn't it? Find is, out. <laughs> but this is it, isn't it? Because uh, you know the future is, um, and one of the challenges we face today, um, especially in the kind of industry where there's creative elements, uh, yeah. people are working from home and they're struggling with creativity. Now, you know, you go right. I'm going to develop a, a room where you can actually meet face to face. 
And then you suddenly go, wow, I can I can do my remote working, but I can get my creativity. It's a it's a it's a it's a crazy future to look forward to. Very very much is is crazy, and you know I think that for us uh, it's hard to imagine what can come out of this uh, our generation. Uh, but if when I look at my little brother Hamza, hi Hamza, <laughs> he's he's grown up playing Fortnite. and he's grown up playing Fortnite and he attends concerts on it and talks with other people from all over the world now Fortnite is a game but it's a metaverse so the generation after us our children and their children they're going to be the real uh, people who live in the metaverse who understand it just like the internet so yeah. Yeah. so so it's 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 hard to understand where it's going but as you mentioned you mentioned games you mentioned workplaces so there are a lot of things you can do with it and everyone has yeah. their own definition explanation or um, application of how it's going to happen today um and something you said reminds me you said about playing games online in a virtual world instead of on your phone so that reminded me of something uh, that I, i i dabbled into a bit and uh, it was called nike land So mm-hmm. we all recognize Nike the sports apparel brand with sports and clothing and sports apparel but they recently made a metaverse called Nike Land where you can build your avatar you can play games with people and I, so so I joined it and I played a few games and I had no friends on it so it was uh, a bit lonely but otherwise I think it oh. would have been yeah <laughs> otherwise I so think it would have been Anybody listening who's on Nike Land friends out now Yeah, yeah. Please find me and friend me. Play sports with someone. So, so, so Nike is actually moving into it. So Adidas is also moving into it. Facebook is. Move, it looks like everyone's moving into it. And so games is just one element of it. What's more important is the technologies that the metaverse requires to actually become a mainstream part of everyone's lives. Uh, technologies like cryptocurrency blockchain something uh, particularly um, exciting are nfts um so ash uh, nfts in the in the realms of music in the realms of art how do you, how do you think they're going to be Im- impacting uh, the metaverse and how we live our lives today yeah well let's do let's do a quick d- definition because we've used uh, nfts a, a couple of times quick. so so um, what we mean by that is a non fungible uh, token uh, which sounds kind of um, some some kind of mushroom <laughs> but but what what we mean by that is so fungible is basically money so it's something that is divisible it's equal value wherever you go so you know if i've got a pound in in england it's a pound in england a pound in scotland a pound anywhere in the world so that's fungible a uh, non fungible basically is something that's a perceived value so art is a perfect example where you know the actual stuff to make a picture might only be a few pounds but suddenly that 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 painting is worth a, a huge amount of money you know banks is a classic he yeah. paints a wall and suddenly the house is worth 40 million because he painted the side of the wall so that's non fungible um so non fungible tokens are when people build something and we've already seen examples you mentioned 60 60 million um something going for 60 million yeah. you know you've you've already got architects who specialize in building in a metaverse hmm. now they're not just you know some someone who's just decided to pick up a you know coding book and decide to do that i mean these are people who are highly trained highly qualified and and they're thinking beyond um today and yeah. you know work, working in a you know in a corporate 
and you go, right, you know, we've got all these properties and they're all big, big expensive properties. And you go suddenly, right, an architect comes and knocks on your door and says, hello, um, big corporate, um, I built you an office and it's mm. in the metaverse. Yeah. And the first thing you'll say is, right, you know, where, where's my magic beans? I'm not getting a cow, you know, for my magic beans. But but actually, they're, they're already doing that and people are buying up land and, you know, virtual land in the virtual uh, metaverse. And I think there was one recently went for $2.4 million. $2.4 million, yes, I yeah. know that too. Oh, I can't even, like, why? <laughs> but okay, I know. if you're doing it, you... And, yeah, exactly. And it's kind of That's... like you kind of go... Yeah. The, the person that the person that bought that land for 2.4 the company that bought the land for 2.4 four yeah. million he he that company is the same one that bought that artwork for 65 million yes so he says yes. we're going to we, he says we're going to build a museum of artwork and people are going to pay to come into that virtual museum and look at those yeah. works of art so yeah. so that's just an example of nfts and buying land on it yeah exactly and so you can kind of see like the, this this metaverse feels a bit like the gold rush where people are kind of rushing to kind of seize virtual land where it's, it's a really difficult concept to get your head around because you kind of think surely there's no it's infinite that there is no limit to how much so therefore what's the value of the land and you know whereas you know if you're buying land in the material world it's a finite resource therefore the value is associated with where you buy it you know you're buying it in london it's very expensive yeah um whereas what they're doing, and you kind of mentioned uh, uh, Nikeland, is they're building these virtual environments and the security in it, the the compatibility in it, the how safe you feel and how cleverly it's been designed, built, and how well you interact with it is the value. Yeah. So these companies that are, are setting up, and, and Nike have bought a, a fintech to allow them to build their metaverse, and Adidas have just bought somebody else, and, and they're building their own stuff in there. And they're all buying up these little fintechs uh, because they want their little corner of the metaverse. Yeah. So when we all, at some point, you know, and it may be um, us in a few years' time, or it might be the generation that follows us that are more, you know, enabled by it, yeah. when we walk into this metaverse, they want to be the first people we see so we go to the Nike land and we go, do you know what? I'm going to pay $60 to spend a virtual day in Nike land. Yeah, and that could actually happen, which is very difficult for us to get ahead around because there is a bit of a generational thing going on, yeah. which is, you know, it's like the transition between watching terrestrial TV to streaming. Hmm. And now, you know, if you ask anyone under the age of 15, they don't watch TV. It's all streamed. Yeah. Um, and that's a bit of a shift. Yes, Ash, um, it is a bit of a shift and um, the shift has to be um, facilitated by hardware, not only software and some hardwares that are very crucial to the metaverse are our mobile phones. Um, that reminds me something of something Elon Musk said about the future of the metaverse. He said that a phone is an extension of ourselves. Uh, for example, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, those are all extensions of ourselves in the digital world. And he says that imagine a link between our biological self and the digital self as a straw. So it's just us and the mobile phone and there's a straw of, com of, of communication flowing between these two elements. Now what the element, sorry, what the metaverse will do, he will remove, it will remove that straw and replace it by a river. So there'll be a river flowing between our biological self and our digital self and so he said that we can't possibly imagine what that's going to look like 
how we're going to interact and how we're going to present ourselves to each other so um so it's it's very exciting so how the future will look like yay and well let, let's just uh, speculate i guess that's why we're here south so yeah. um and, and it'd be also i think this is a really interesting um discussion point to hear from um some of our listeners on, on this so if you have got a view or um you'd like to join us in our speculation then get in touch with us at uh, theartlessdialogue.info at gmail.com. So that's theartlessdialogue.info at gmail.com. And, and, and get involved in the discussion. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think sound for, for me, I mean, y- you're right. It's one of these things where I remember hearing this stat um, at um, some presentation um, a year or so ago where the gentleman that was up there said essentially 80% of all the jobs that six-year-olds will do it hasn't been invented yet. Those jobs literally haven't been invented. And I thought that's such a mind-blowing start. But then that was two, three years ago before Metaverse existed. Hmm. And, you know, before drone technology had accelerated where it is and, and, and driverless cars. So you kind of already think, actually, you know, uh, uh, my daughter, when she grows up, she's going to do something that's completely different to because she's nine years old now. And so I think that, I think I can, you know, if I'm going to speculate, I can see a future where, we, we, we spend less of our money bothered about which postcode we live in and it completely changes the property market because at the moment property market is driven by the postcode because of where it's located. We won't care. Yeah. Um, you know, I wonder when we'll get to a point where we don't really care about the size of our house anymore in the real world because hmm. we're investing in the size of our house in our virtual world. In the virtual world. And even just the, the the concepts, and there was a real interesting um, book I, I read around uh, innovation. Hmm. Innovation is limited by what we see around us today. So when we think about the metaverse, I'm sure p- people are picturing big houses, uh, a mansion in the metaverse. Yeah. But that's because we're limited by we it has to be a house. Hmm. But I know we were talking the other day, Saud, where I said, you know, I could have a planet. Do you know what? <laughs> I don't want a house. I want an actual planet in space. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be my metaverse home. Um, or I'm going to live underwater, or I'm, you know, I'm going to be a star. You know, I could, I could, you could literally do and choose whatever you want, and there's, there's limited only by your imagination. Um, so, so I think the whole kind of what we see and, and concepts around us will change materially. Yes, I agree. Um, it will. And what you said, especially about the property and land, land part that you mentioned, it, it, it reminds me of uh, Decentraland it's 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 a metaverse uh, called decentraland where you can buy a property and interact with people and um what they've done is they've created regulation in the land itself so that every participant in the metaverse is a voter and every law or rule that gets passed in the metaverse it uh, it it gets passed by the votes of all the participants in the metaverse. So that this is actually the first, I believe, the first real life example we have of a governing, of a self-governing metaverse, and that has the potential to change uh, politics, change governments, change how people think about society, and because everyone has a different political view, and the metaverse is just putting a big question mark on that. You don't have to think this or that. You can just come to the metaverse and we can show you a whole new way to live and govern uh, your own society so i think that's really exciting and i don't know if the central land is going to pick up we'll be going there or maybe nike land yeah. or somewhere else but 
the the ideas the concepts and the the opportunities of changing the way we live lives that is very exciting um it is and i think just just on that i think so you just i mean touched on such a uh, material point there haven't you which is you know this could be the end of geographical locations i mean country boundaries um challenges with you know we talk about diversity and inclusion but in 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 the metaverse you know and and um, i don't feel be happy about this you could be a pink unicorn yeah. you know you could you could be anything you could be uh, whoever and whatever you want you don't you know so so therefore you stop looking at people and uh, judging them on 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 you know what they look like where mm. they come from socioeconomic backgrounds i mean it's it's got the possibility of just changing so much of what we see as our landscapes and the things we've got so used to you know countries and languages yeah. can you imagine living in a metaverse where suddenly there's a the language is just meshed together and there's a different language just being built in the metaverse i mean it's it's quite it's, uh, we're kind of on the cusp of it feels like we're on the cusp of either history or we're going to look back in 5 years and we're going to go oh, this was like the betamax of its era who knows but <laughs> who it knows? does feel like something something big's about to happen um yeah. so it's quite an exciting time to be around uh-huh. yeah I- Yeah, absolutely. I've been I've been following the metaverse since uh, Facebook announced it. Uh, but of course it's been around for longer, but I've been following it since then and um every week, every day there's some new news about the metaverse, about uh, NFTs, about crypto and I'm just like, okay, we're going so fast. So, um that that reminds me of uh, Moore's law that every 2 years uh the te- computational capacity will double every 2 years. So, um So I can't imagine how our smartphones will look like after 2 years or what kind of cameras they'll have. I think the cameras we have right now are amazing but but if you apply that to the metaverse and how fast we're progressing, I think we're very quickly going to have crucial elements of our life being governed governed or lived through the metaverse. So um it's it's very exciting how techno- how fast technology is advancing and uh as you mentioned you mentioned uh, geographical uh, locations won't be important there won't be boundaries uh, as prominent in the metaverse uh, i agree and one practical application that we can see right now is the c- cryptocurrency um mm-hmm. cryptocurrency can be traded internationally instantly and there aren't any uh, geographical uh, national boundaries uh, separating it and that's exactly the kind of technology that's going to be used in the metaverse so we have to be very aware of what technologies we have today and how they can be used in the future so so ash i think i think i'm just very excited to see where it goes and i think it's going to be really hard to predict yep i think we should come back in 5 um, years time south and and do episode 2000 or whatever it'll be and then we can we can check back if any of our predictions came true uh-huh. um you, you can you can we can the listeners can hold us to that um But I think um we could probably talk about this all day as as probably the listeners can tell uh, but we should probably um, um wrap up there um and and I think you know it, it'll be interesting to hear um what people's thoughts are um on this um and I think it's probably one we'll come back and revisit in a while because I as you said I'm no doubt in 6 months or even 6 months or 6 weeks it'll probably be completely different Yeah. Um but yeah but 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 yeah what why do we um why do we close there and um why do we introduce uh, next week's topic Yes uh thank you next week we're going to be talking about visibility 
how to improve your visibility why it's important uh, what can you do if you're an introvert what can you do with an extrovert how you can assess your own visibility and how you can improve every day every week and every month so it's a very important topic for everyone who basically because we're all communicating with people we all, all want to um, express our best sides and express our strengths to each other so that's very important and i believe ash i believe everyone will be really interested in the topic and everyone will take something from it and use it to help better their own lives yes so that's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting it's a, it's a topic a bit like networking really kind of um difficult um sometimes to engage what's the right way to do it? what what does good look like and, and, and hopefully, again, we'll provide some really useful um, tools uh, to help you there. Um, and we've had uh, a few kind of listeners' questions yeah. on it, so it'd be great to cover it. Um, so again, uh, I'll, I'll give you the information of how to get in touch with us. We're at theartlessdialogue.info at gmail.com. Uh, please um, subscribe, like, follow, um, and if you have some time, um, rate our podcast because it helps. Um, and uh, we shall um, see you next week. Thank you again for listening. So it's goodbye from me, Ash Mohammed. And goodbye from Saud Wakar. See you next week.